0: jazz cast pros ai is coming whether we like it or not this is a way to enhance your content not replace you you are the creative so now you've been given this time back to go and do the really truly creative stuff i think that curating content is part art and part science and All of these people that we see out there that are putting out content on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube, like they didn't wake up and be amazing content curators and creators. They worked at it. They practiced. It was a muscle. And so it takes testing and it takes time to develop how you want to create content, how you enjoy it, what resonates with you, and how do you want to put your stuff into the world that feels good and feels aligned. So last week I was in Denver for a podcasting conference and it was incredible. The people putting it on did an amazing job. I met so many high vibe people and I got so much out of it. The education there was top notch. I I really cannot say enough good things about it. So don't Go away yet. If you're like a, not a podcaster, which most of you are not, and are like, I'm not listening to this podcast to learn about what I can take away from a podcasting conference. I wanted to make this episode for two reasons. One is a like audio diary for myself of like what did I learn at that conference last year? But I wanted to frame it in a way that the audience, you the listener, can take stuff away from it. If you're a small business owner, a podcaster, thinking about starting a business, have a side hustle, you could take something away from this. So here are my biggest takeaways from going to Podcast Movement 2023.
1: If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer, and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JAZZYCAST to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes.
0: Do you hear that small, still voice calling you to do something different, to achieve something greater, to live your best life now rather than later? If you're a woman contemplating your next move, you've found the perfect podcast to empower your self-growth journey. Welcome to High Vibe Table Talks, the podcast to help you, the cautiously ambitious woman, remove mental barriers and take action now so that you can achieve your high vibe desires. I'm Rashaan, your high vibe curator, cheerleader, and accountability partner. With High Vibe Table Talks, we tackle the mental barriers and blocks that are preventing you from taking the next steps towards your high vibe. Subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks podcast on the JazzCast Pros Network. It's high time you activated your high vibes. We have a wonderful sponsor for this week's episode, Conversance Business Solutions. Rumella is a Rochester-based entrepreneur that is a reliable and experienced partner in business development. She also has virtual business office solutions and consulting services. This Sunday, she's hosting a business shower and networking expo at the Woodcliffe Hotel and Spa. So September 17th from 1230 to 430 at the Woodcliffe Hotel and Spa. I'm going to have a table there. I would love to meet you and see you and get to know you face to face. There's also going to be a ton of other tables and vendors along with some really powerful and incredible event speakers. So whether you're looking for a great small business event to attend this weekend or are looking for a trusted business partner to help you grow and superpower your business, check out Conversant's Business Solutions with Ramella. All the links to the event and their website will be in the show notes. So thank you again to Ramella and Conversant's Business Solutions. So here are my biggest takeaways from going to Podcast Movement 2023. In creating content, what problem are you solving for people? This is how you build a business. This has to be a driving question, driving question behind whenever you're in content creation mode. Yes, I think there's a creativity in it, but as you're maybe editing it or reframing it or like after you kind of do the brain dump, thinking about how you can frame it in a way of this is going to solve a problem for people how. Early in my podcasting journey with my coach, she really challenged me to have an overarching topic that was going to be the center and focus point for the discussion. While I love chatting with other entrepreneurs, hearing their stories, really getting into like juicy details with them, listeners, again, you as a client, they want to know what they should expect when they're going to listen to this conversation. Your first followers, your first clients, your first fans are the people that you know they know you they are there because they love and trust you and want to support you as you're looking to add listeners gain new follows followers you have to tell them what they're going to get out of spending their most valuable resource with you there are millions of other people that they can be listening to absorbing connecting with spending their time with why should they spend it with you they don't know you They don't know what kind of storyteller you are. You need to hook them with the title and the intro. And so coming up with a problem you're going to solve for them and then using that as a filter in everything that you're doing is going to help you in creating that content. It's going to be a really great direction to follow. My coach challenged me to do that with all of my guess and it has changed how I am as a podcaster. It's forced me to, and not forced in a bad way, but like I just interviewed Ben Albert the other day and we got to dive into gratitude and our conversation would never have been that poignant or existential if I hadn't challenged myself to say, okay, what is something that Ben and I connect on deeply that I think my listeners can connect on? And how can I ask him really poignant questions that are going to dig deep into the idea of gratitude? And I never would have been able to do that if I hadn't been pushed by my podcast coach to say, come up with a theme. A big lesson that I took from the conference is you are here to solve a problem listeners that are spending their time with you want to know that by giving you their time and attention, you are going to solve a problem for them. Even if that problem is, I want to be entertained right now, that is an okay problem to solve. It doesn't have to be like this huge thing, but really understanding that and sharing that in the marketing of it and the title is going to make a difference. Point two, consistency is key. The first keynote speakers at the conference, they have the, they have this really cool like new attendee orientation, which was amazing. Um, and so they had three speakers at it. And each of them had been caught podcasting between 10 and 12 years. The message I took from that is, if you keep up at this, you will be successful. Keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up. If it is something that you're passionate about, if you care deeply about it, If you keep growing, you will be successful. They, back to the previous point, saw a problem, felt they could be a piece of the puzzle to fix it for others, and they kept at it. They each had like six or 700 episodes. I I think Donald Kelly had in the thousands, and they kept at it. And now they get to be speakers at a conference and have a thriving business around this problem that they solved. Mm because they kept at it and didn't give up. This leads into the next point that Donald Kelly again um, made during his specific keynote, and it is, don't compare my year 10 to your year one. Donald said this as he was talking through his journey and he had, some really, he had a really beautiful presentation to talk about his journey. Being a little over 10 years into this, as he was talking through his successes along with like some of his struggles, most of the successes that he has seen have happened in the last three years. Year one through seven did not look like what his life looks right now. Comparison is the thief of joy. So stay in your lane, keep after your North star. And I think that these stories should be seen as inspiration and aspirational, not comparison, not feeling like where you should be. So don't compare someone's year 10 to your year one. If you're like, I'm six years into this, comparing to his year 10, what about year seven? And what about like, if your journey is a journey you're supposed to be on, the timing is happening exactly as it's supposed to. Lesson number three, wear comfortable shoes. (laughs) I know it seems like, oh my God, for real, but like, life is too short to wear uncomfortable shoes. Uh, One of the speakers did this really cool thing where she comes out and she's like, I am here telling you about what my life is like as a podcaster. And she's a digital nomad. So she doesn't have like a home. She she goes to all different Airbnbs. And that's where she works out of, wherever she kind of feels like being in that moment. And she goes, I'm here to tell you what my life is like as a podcaster. And I had plans and I was going to wear this fancy outfit with these heels. But every day I wake up. And I get to work in my slippers and my yoga pants. So I decided to give this talk in what I wear every day. So here I am in yoga pants and my slippers. That's not podcasting or even business related, but comfortable shoes are the reason I made it through the conference. I hit 10,000 steps by like lunchtime every day. And when my feet hurt, that is all I can think about. Not what the person I'm talking to is, how I can show up as my best self, and maybe maybe heels feel like part of your superpower. So like go all in on that. If that's your thing, like live into that. But if you're going to something like a conference or something that's a long day, like don't feel like uncomfortable shoes are gonna bring that down at all. So <laughs> I wanted to bring a little levity, but it definitely was a lesson. Like, I'm not going to any more conferences and even thinking about wearing heels. All right. Number four everything is content. Sometimes I create something and I sit back and I overthink. Like, what are people going to think about this when they see it? That energy is very low vibe. If you love what you're doing, there's probably at least one other person out there who thinks that that is really, really cool. So put your stuff out there. There is a line between capturing the moments while also being in them. And I think that takes time to develop. And it's a worthwhile skill to develop. It was just truly amazing to talk to these people who are putting themselves out there on a frequent basis about the coolest stuff. And I think that curating content is part art and part science. And All of these people that we see out there that are putting out content on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube, like they didn't wake up and be amazing content curators and creators. They worked at it. They practiced. It was a muscle. And so it takes testing and it takes time to develop how you want to create content, how you enjoy it, what resonates with you, and how do you want to put your stuff into the world that feels good and feels aligned. You won't know what balance is until you put your stuff out there. It was really interesting. I was talking with a coworker earlier this week, and we have very similar audiences and similar like ideal clients. In theory, Like they check all the same boxes. We both serve women entrepreneur communities, and we were sharing our day about drinking coffee on Instagram stories, and our content could not be be more different. So that's the human element to it. It takes practice and it takes doing it in your own style and your own way and you're going to speak to your own audience by putting your content out there. Want to live more into your zone of genius? Join the high vibe community. There truly is something for everybody with our daily calls and easy to use app. Community truly is the best way to grow in whatever way you're looking to do. Whether you need inspiration, education, connection, motivation, you're gonna find it there. You have a whole group of cheerleaders who were walking through the same season as you and that makes a huge difference. They say at the gym, the heaviest weight to lift is the front door. And the front door of your next adventure is in the links below. It's high time you activated your high vibes if you like this episode check out getting real with bossy where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner you'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like we cover all the topics figuring out the rules and regulations navigating business partnerships even if that's your spouse motherhood while running a business working within your values and all the ups and downs of being the boss are you ready to get real pop over to our podcast getting real with bossy
1: And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan.
0: AI is coming whether we like it or not. So one of my goals for the conference was to get a better understanding of AI and how I as a creative can use it to support my business versus being afraid of it or not understanding or putting my head in the sand around it. And I do really think that I got that out of a couple of the breakout sessions. So if you're thinking about how AI can support your business, think about the parts of your business that you don't enjoy. Things that just feel heavy, that are not in your zone of genius, not even in like your zone of excellence. For instance, if you don't like creating SEO or editing a blog post or enhancing audio, taking out the ums and ahs, Is there a tool that can do that for you? In my community, we're having a conversation earlier and one of the women was like, yeah, I hear from all these coaches and I don't like, I don't want to be a marketer. I don't want to do sales. I don't want to do this stuff. I just want to do what I'm good at, which is coaching. Well, here are tools to help you to help support your marketing causes. Here you go. So like be excited, learn how to use them. Especially as entrepreneurs, we like the we like to be creative. We like to have our hands in that creativity. So maybe AI can spark an idea for you that you get to write about, or GBT can take what you're saying and spice it up, or hone in on the messaging, or maybe you can write that email that just has been like sitting in the back of your brain. You just haven't taken the time to get over and do it. It won't take over that part of your job altogether, but it will help. It can support. There's always going to be a human element to what we're doing. A great example one of the speakers gave is maybe you're traveling to Philadelphia. And so you type in Google, like, what are the best places to eat in Philadelphia? And it spits out this listicle of the top 10 restaurants to eat at in Philadelphia. Maybe. What if? ChatGBT, you can say, what are the top 10 restaurants to eat? If you're like the, cop, the content creator for that site and say, maybe ChatGBT can create that list for you, which gives you the creative, the time back, go visit those 10 restaurants, interview patrons and get their perspective, try their most famous dish interview the chef get the vibe create little video clips or images of the environment this is a way to enhance your content not replace you you are the creative so now you've been given this time back to go and do the really truly creative stuff i i just thought that was like so informative and such a great way to look at this tool that we've been given and again it's not going away The next thing I learned from the conference is go in having an idea around your goals. I had thought through goals prior to going, and on the first day with the new attendee seminar, that was one thing they talked about. What are your goals for this conference? My two goals were learn about AI, which I did, and meet as many people who could potentially be supporters, or they could be guests, or I could be guests on theirs. And it was really helpful to have that as a plan. It helped me decide which breakout sessions I wanted to go to. It helped fuel me when I wasn't feeling 100%. Also, it helped me say no. It was a long trip. There was a time difference. Uh, We had the luxury of having the fire alarm go off at 4am super fun. So there were days that I was dragging. And so being like, okay, this is why I'm here. This is a goal. This feels really aligned with my goals. Get a cup of coffee and let's go. And there was one keynote speaker one morning where I didn't resonate with it. It didn't feel like it was going to be super aligned with my goals. So I had a slow morning. I journaled, I wrote about what I learned and I really like sat and reflected. So those goals help me say yes to certain things and help me say no to others. So that was really cool. Next lesson. Seasons can be hard and just know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Some seasons are very hard, but they are just that. They are seasons. They come and they go. In episode one of this um, podcast, we talked with Robbie about seasons and embracing them for what they are. When you're in hard seasons, it can feel like the next one will never end. One of my favorite quotes, actually, from that episode is You can't summer if you don't winter. And I found that really, really powerful. So I remember when my daughter was born, she had her days and her nights mixed up, which apparently is very common. If you think about when they're in your belly and you're walking around all day, that kind of Like rocks them to sleep. And then when you sleep, they're like, okay, it's party time. So she would party from about 1 a.m. until about four. And there were nights where I was rocking her for hours while being followed around by 300 pounds of dogs. I had two mastiffs at the time. I thought my back was going to break. And I remember telling my dad this on the phone and he was like, well, this is going to pass so quickly you won't even remember it being a thing. I was so frustrated by that sentiment because I was like, that's not helping me at the moment. If you want to come over at 2 a.m. and rock her back to sleep, that's helpful. Telling me this shall pass is not helpful. Obviously, it did pass. And it was like, I don't know, two or three weeks, which in the, the long realm of things, she's now, she turns eight in a couple weeks. Three weeks is not a long time. But when you're in it, it feels so heavy and so daunting. From a business perspective, I remember I was cleaning one time and my husband came in and he just asked me like, what's going on? And I just started sobbing. I knew I wanted to take this business full time. I knew the impact it was having. I was getting these testimonials. I was getting these great results. But I couldn't see the path to full time. I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I felt so helpless. I felt so helpless. Like I felt like I couldn't take any action because I didn't feel like any action that I was going to take would get me closer to where I wanted to be. I can't remember the exact time, but when I think about where we are right now, I think that was spring of 2022. So a little over a year ago, like a little over a year ago, I never could have imagined that I'd be where I am today in that amount of time. I just um, put a post on my Instagram. I'd love if you followed me or sent me a message on Instagram. It's at High Vibe Cowork on Instagram. I have a picture of myself with this microphone that I'm speaking into right now. And how saying yes to this microphone has impacted me in the last three months more than I ever could have imagined. I mean, I'm recording a podcast about a conference that I got to go to on a scholarship and how it's literally like changed my life because I said yes to a microphone three months ago, one quarter. I always say that so much can change in a year. And when I really reflect on my journey from that perspective, it is so true. Seasons do start and end. And if you're in a hard season, that, that can change, especially if you keep up at it, especially if you're consistent and you keep showing up. So I know there are hard seasons. I have been in those hard seasons. I've persevered through those seasons. And I hope this message comes across a little less as like, it'll be over in no time, Is like in the moment that felt somewhat dismissive. And I hope that this message comes across as you can do it. I know my dad listens to the podcast and I love you and I'm not mad at you for telling me that. (laughs) My dad's like one of my favorite people. So I don't want him to feel like I'm bashing him on this at all. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, we face trials and tribulations, too. We have worries. We have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad. You wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com.
1: If you're enjoying this episode, check out Healthy Illness Podcast with me, Kelly Marie, as we build healthy relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, although that's up for debate generalized anxiety, and major depression. And even though I live with these mental health conditions, I have great relationships, I have a wonderful career, and it's my mission to help you do the same thing. So join me for Healthy Illness Podcast, new episodes every Monday on the JazzCast Pros Network found on the podcast player you're listening to right now. Be the light.
0: My last point, don't be afraid to ask to sit at the table. Everyone at the convention was so nice. I literally met the most incredible people, and a lot of them were by accident. I needed a spot to eat my lunch, and so (laughs) this woman and I were both like eyeing a table, and we both like went to go at it, and she got to it first. And I just asked her, hey, can I sit with you? And come to find out, she was like speaking the next day, and we just had like the best conversation and with a bunch of people. That happened Every single day I met the coolest people by accident because I was having coffee and said hi or because I sat next to them at a breakout session, but I was just very open to meeting anyone that I could. I am an extrovert. I think in my old age, I'm skewing a little bit more on the introvertness scale, but in my heart, in my soul, I am an extrovert. So Going up and saying hi to people or introducing myself does not induce anxiety or exert as much out of me as it does others. I don't want to come across as dismissive of the fact that I do have a natural tendency where it makes that easier for me. I still want to say that it wasn't the easiest thing for me to do. Being in a conference with that many thousands of people and absorbing that much information did take a lot out of me, but being open to talk to as many people as I possibly could made the biggest impact on my time at the conference. There is a reason why this podcast is called High Vibe Table Talks. I think seats at a table with those who understand you, they want to support you, they want to uplift you, they understand your journey, they want to be your cheerleader, seats at those tables are life changing. Even last night I was sitting down with some girlfriends and we were talking about something that husbands do. It was, it was really, it was like silly. It was about like mowing the lawn, but we were just kind of commiserating about it. Sitting at a table and hearing that your messy middle is normal feels like a pat on the back or takes the sting out of some of the hard. It feels uplifting. <laughs> and like, I'm not going to say like misery loves company or necessarily like high vibe conversations, but being open and honest about the hard parts and about The rawness and realness, like I said, can be life changing. Those are my lessons that I got out of the conference. I hope that I was able to frame them in a way that if you are not a podcaster, not going to a conference anytime soon, you can take some real world application from some of these lessons into what you're doing. So I have a question for you Do you feel like you need a seat at the table with other entrepreneurs? I am virtually pulling one up for you in my community at High Vibe Cowork. It's an all virtual community for entrepreneurs where you can find connection, inspiration, education, whatever season you're in at the moment, you can find an uplifting table to sit at in High Vibe Work. We do free coworking in our community every Wednesday from noon to two. So pull up a seat and see what it's all about. The link for the free coworking will be in the show notes. And always remember, big dreams and small steps can transform your life. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks. And we will see you all next week because it's high time you go after your high vibe.